0: Welcome to the Last of Podcast. Uh, Melissa here. Today, we're going to finally talk about something that everybody has been asking us to talk about. We are going to chat about potty training, which is one of those things in motherhood that nobody really talks about until it actually happens. Um, and Lindy and I are going to talk about <laughs> what it's been like to potty train our, all of, all of yours are potty trained? 11? Yeah. So, you have six, and then four of mine are potty trained. So, 10. So, we have 10 potty training stories to share with you guys. (laughs) Hope you all enjoy it. You're listening to the Latch Mama podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, business owner and tired mom of five. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, nursing, parenting, and all things motherhood. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, good. I feel like we're on pandemic day, like 366 now we're into March. It's been a year. Holy moly. But we're here and we're podcasting and we're together. Latch Mom is still very much afloat, which is Mm -hmm. great. And we're good. And we're going to talk about poop and pee and kids.
1: Yeah. Let's do it.
0: Let's do it. Okay. So I'm going to go way back.
1: Yeah. Go way back. I'm going to go way way back back to, like, like, like my first one. We're ready, yeah. Yes,
0: and I was like, I'm going to potty train him. I don't even remember how old he was. Alex was born, though, so I had two. But I was like, I'm going to potty train him. And then I realized that it's really, really hard to potty train a kid before they're ready. Yeah. Because then it just turns into this, like, craziness and this – and sometimes – like, for me, I remember, like – It was very deliberate. I watched, I think like Dr. Phil did a special on potty training or something. I don't remember this. (laughs) This was so far ago. Like this feels like like, eons ago. But I remember like realizing a couple days in that I was going to eventually have to leave the house. And like what happens when your kids like kind of potty trained and everybody tells you don't go backwards. So don't put pull-ups back on them, yeah. but you've got to leave the house. And then I was wearing Alex at the time. So whenever we were out in public, Alex was on my back, but then I somehow had to go to these public restrooms. Right. Holy moly. It was crazy.
1: Yeah. So what'd you do?
0: Um, I don't what'd remember. What'd you
1: like try first? How old was he?
0: Uh, I don't know. I think probably like in the two year old, two and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, None of mine had been successfully potty trained until well after three, like in terms of like ding, 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 completely, ding, 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 yeah, ding, ding 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 ding. Me too. But I was a first-time mom, and I was like, okay, it's time. Mm-hmm. Like he knows he can tell me after he goes to the bathroom, like it's time. Let's do this. Right. Um, but it only takes I feel like a couple accidents in a car seat to, to really realize that like. It's hard. I remember just stopping in my tracks and being like, why does nobody talk about this? Why does nobody talk about the fact that this is like something that will kind of stop your life as a mom yeah. once it starts? Like, yeah, I don't know. Did you have the same experience in the very beginning?
1: Yeah. So Lennox was three and I had just had Nora. So I had three under three <laughs> and he was signed up to go to preschool that September and I was like, all right, we'll just try when he's three. So he was three in June and we tried and it was a complete disaster. And I was like panicking. I'm like panicking. I'm like, I have like three months to get this kid to like somehow get himself to the bathroom for preschool. Because yeah. if he was going to go... He had to be potty trained, so then I waited and I tried like July
0: and it was a complete failure. And I was like, at like that failure, point, I'm meaning like, like he wasn't listening, he wasn't going. Yeah, he it, just, was it was accidents. It, it,
1: it was like I turn around and look in the hallway and he's just standing there with his underwear that's soaked and he's standing in a puddle <laughs> of pee and he's like, "Hey, mom," and I'm like, "Buddy, what happened?" He's like, "What?" <laughs> and I'm like, "You're standing in a puddle of urine. Like that is like you don't even know. Like it didn't yeah. even connect up here." And I'm like. What am I gonna do? Like, so I felt very, very pressured with that one. And I mean, I, I I put that on him. I signed him up for preschool, right? Yeah. But I feel like this is one of those things that literally they can they can do no wrong. It's it's yeah. one of those that like you can't get mad. Oh well, yeah. I guess you can. Yeah. But really, like you you really shouldn't get stressed over it. You, should, yeah. you really can't get frustrated at them. Like it's it's one of those things that's just so freaking difficult we managed to do it we managed to be able to get him it was in August I'm like we gotta make this work we cannot turn back like and we did it we got the pee down don't even ask me about the number two I checked that box yes <laughs> <laughs> he ended up holding it until the afternoon
0: oh, and um, and then boy. we worked
1: on the number two which is kind of another the thing Number 2 is, you're
0: such a mom <laughs> you kind of poop
1: yeah you, I really started to, after that first one, I was like, okay, like the potty training, peeing and potty training, mm-hmm. pooping are like two different things Absolutely. for us. So the, you know, the poop took the next nine to 10 months as mm-hmm. far as that goes. Um, but we did it, but I realized how difficult it was. Mm-hmm. And at that point I had no girls. So we hadn't really seen the difference of mm-hmm. the two, um, but that was kind of our first and it was incredibly stressful and frustrating and thankfully it was over the summer, but I mean, oh, yeah, peed in car seats, peed on hardwood, you know, peed on carpet. Like, I just didn't know. And I tried my best. Yeah. But
0: it was incredibly stressful. Yeah. I mean, I feel like with everyone and like, I'll get it from my parents. I'll get it from other people. Or when are they going to be potty trained? I don't know when they want to be potty trained is like absolutely my my answer at this point. Because (laughs) it is so easy. When you let mm-hmm. them figure it out themselves. And I think it's probably easier in a bigger family too, because they see other people. And like I remember right. with our last one, Benjamin, I didn't even potty train him. <laughs> like other kids potty trained mm-hmm. him. We just bought this large, we bought this big bag of dum dums. And I was like, all right, guys, every time Benjamin pees in the potty, Everybody gets a lollipop. That kid was potty trained within like 48 hours because mm-hmm. he was so excited that he got to pass out lollipops to his siblings. Yeah. And they were taken into the bathroom yeah. every five minutes <laughs> so they all could get a lollipop. Right.
1: Mm. It's great. He's like enlist the little army. Yeah. It so was like great. I was like traumatized by that. So then Gabe came along. Mm-hmm. He's my big feeler. And at that point we struggled. You know, some things would set him off you know, mm-hmm. upset for an hour. And I'm like, Oh my, this is, this is going to be a nightmare. I'm like, I'm just not doing it. Like I'm not, <laughs> he wasn't signed up for preschool. We just weren't there yet. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. And then he was like three and a half and I was like, yeah, maybe I should just try. And yeah. And then like, so I got it all set up or whatnot and we had the little potty, but the boys were easier cause they would just go and pee in the potty. Yeah. Right. And then literally I was like going to do it. And then I swear, like I had Nora I don't even know if I was pregnant by then with the fourth. Like, I really have no idea. Literally three days went by and I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, I'm body training. Like, yeah. I haven't done anything. Like, did he go to the bathroom? Like, did he pee in the carpet in the corner? Like, I have yeah. no idea. And I'm like, Lennox. I'm like, yeah, Lennox was only like, when he was only like three, probably yeah. three or four, just four. I'm like, has Gabe gone to the bathroom? <laughs> it feels like such a bad mom. He's like, yeah, mommy just comes with me. And I'm yep. like. He just comes with you, and he just goes. That kid never had one accident. Yeah, never, never during the daytime. Let's let's say that yeah. during the daytime, he never had. A, he was patty trained in three days,
0: three and a half, three days. I didn't do anything. So it literally <laughs> can happen if in you, three days. Yeah, if you just wait if for them wait. to be ready. I will say the sibling helped because he followed his little sure. brother
1: like yeah. right along, doing everything. But
0: and like but you yeah. kind of have to make it fun. We were swapping stories prior to starting, like because the pee and the poop are sometimes completely different things. I had a corner pooper. So I had one, I think it was Nathan, who would go into the corner to poop. And you know, sometimes I think for a lot long time it was in his underwear. But you know, I'd be like, "Where's Nathan?" "Oh, he's pooping in his underwear in the corner behind the TV, behind the chair, wherever, like who the hell knows." Mm-hmm. But I encouraged him cuz he was the first <laughs> He was the firstborn, so he didn't have any siblings. Yeah. So I would encourage him to go outside and go with the dog. And he would go outside <laughs> and he would go with the dog and he wouldn't he wouldn't always, you know, poop when Bella pooped, but he would go outside and he would squat on a tree and he would pull his pants down and he would poop. And it was fantastic because <laughs> that was the first time he pooped outside of underwear, was outside on the tree. And you know what? We're all here, and he's great. And you know what? He's at forest school today. He's outside all day. He's going to be. And I'm pretty sure he's not
1: pooping on trees out there. He he's probably isn't.
0: But no, he's. But if he has to take poop, I got like a camper. Like he is good. <laughs> he is like he wants to like build a hut and live in the woods for the rest of his life. And now I'm kind of connecting the dots. Maybe we get this first pooping experience with raw trees with the dog. <laughs> but oh, you know gosh. once he realized once he realized it wasn't scary yeah. and he could poop with his pants down he didn't poop in his he didn't poop in the corner anymore i'm not saying that's the answer to the yeah. kids who are having a hard time going <laughs> number two but you know it worked for us yeah do you let your kids go to the bathroom outside probably not poop i feel like that's probably yeah i said they could extreme. pee once off
1: the deck but we peed on a lot of trees yeah. We, we, we didn't go to the poop, <laughs> the poop level outside, but I know, think that's pretty amazing. But do you know how many times
0: it only takes so many pairs of underwear throwing <clears throat> away and like having to clean poop out of like, like big three year old poop out of underwear mm-hmm. to really just kind of say, you want to go poop on a yeah. tree, go poop on a tree. Like it's yeah. 10 times easier at that point.
1: But the thing that I learned with Lennox <laughs> mm-hmm. when I, you know, those first kind of two times where he, he would just stand there and stare at me in a puddle of pee and had no mm-hmm. idea it came out. There was no neurological connection. Mm-hmm. So that kind of taught me with my next ones. I would pick a day and say, let's try. Mm-hmm. Well, if we would have those times where the pee would come out and there was literally no connection that something had left their body, I knew right then and there we were not ready. Absolutely. Because if they can't, now if a little comes out and they can catch it and Mm -hmm. use those muscles, I'm like, okay, we can probably work with that. But if they're not making that connection, I would highly suggest Mm -hmm. you just
0: try again another time. And it's fine. Every single kid is different. Every kid walks at different ages. They talk at different Mm -hmm. ages. They're going to get potty trained at different ages. And it's, gonna be okay yeah so like don't listen to grandma grandpa like just yeah roll with it pull-ups are fine yep just chill how did you do nighttime like benjamin still wears a benjamin's three and a half and still wears a pull-up at night but my guess is that that's more for us than for him like i think he probably could stay dry at night and for 99 percent of the time he's dry um but it's just the idea of I know people train tired. nighttime. Yeah.
1: Um, mm-hmm. I don't believe I, I, I believe it's, it's a neurological thing and it can come at different ages with different kids. Um, I know there's things you can do like the little vibrations and it wakes them up mm-hmm. or whatnot. I just, I haven't done that. Um, maybe it was cause I had so many children with yep. not a lot of sleep and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm not getting up with yep. you all the time. Mm-hmm. So all my kids have progressed at different ages. Um, I have a favorite product. Um, It's these Peapod mats. Um, They're amazing. So they're soft, but they're waterproof. So, you know, sometimes the kids, if we're going from like overnight Mm pull-ups to that, we'll put that mat on and you literally just grab the mat off. It keeps the sheets dry, everything else. So I'm not doing like two to three loads of laundry. They're my favorite. Um, But then again, you know, every kid was different. Like, Mm -hmm. and I can't even pick the times. I think Lennox was out at five. Um, Gabe, sir, is my heavy sleeper, heavy dreamer. He wore pull-ups probably till he was eight or nine. Um, Now, depending on the weeks, he will choose to either sleep with that pee pad mat or not. But now he's to the point where if he has an accident, he rolls it up, throws it off the bed, gets back on. I don't even know. He brings me his stuff in the morning. Yeah. That's all I ask. There's no embarrassment. There's mm-hmm. no like, because he's like, Mom, are you mad at me? I said, I'm not I'm not mad at all. I said, everybody's different. Yep. All I ask is you just bring me those sheets so we can wash them in the morning. And like, that's it. Yeah. And then my twins are almost five, and they're in pull-ups at night. <clears throat> yeah. Every now and then I have one that's dry, so we might be getting there. But I just don't push it. I just don't feel it's worth any frustration on the kid or me.
0: And it also, I mean, you're reaching those ages that you're talking about where you make big deals about things, you talk down to them. I mean, there's there's friendship involved, there's sleepovers, there's stuff that, you know, you yeah. just don't want to dig mm-hmm. into that, you know, yeah. even more. Even
1: so, my boys will do sleepover and um, mm-hmm. we have the little peapod mats and he mm-hmm. folds it up and he un- puts it in a sleeping bag and it's, yeah. No, like nobody knows. Like, it's I love just the fact that you haven't deal. made
0: a big deal about it. <clears throat> you know, I had one Alex, yeah. Alex wet the bed for, I mean, would have a hard night every once in a while, but he once again was our hard sleeper. Like he was the one that he's on the yep. top bunk. I mean, I think that it's also reaching that age that they can get themselves out of their bed to the bathroom, back to their bed, right. You know, without really a whole lot of assistance. And maybe that's just lazy parenting. Then I put them in a pull up because, but at the end of the day, like their sleep is so important mm-hmm. to me and them you know, having them have the ability to get that full uninterrupted sleep, um, you know, I found is is more important than, you know, not wearing pull ups. Right. You know. So, I mean, there aren't any, like just like people say, like there aren't awards for having babies naturally. There aren't awards for having kids potty trained at two years old. Like, nope. I mean, in some ways, yeah, it does make your life easier because they're not in diapers, but yeah. that journey to potty training could be like a four-month long journey when it literally oh, could, be, could be three days if you wait until.
1: It could be nine months when they're two. Yeah. Nine months of all the accidents and just kind of that stress that does come along with it mm-hmm. versus three days in the summer when they're over three
0: and it's a whole lot different bringing a two and a half year old into a public bathroom and a three and a half year old, huge difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, the ability to wash their hands, not touch things, especially with COVID going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, uh, the ability to still function with other kids in bathrooms and stuff too. Yeah. It's, it's a whole different thing. Cause you do have to leave the house, you right. know, at some point with these kids that are quasi potty trained.
1: And also with my experience, I had, I pretty much had infants all the time, so when I was potty training. So you really have to make sure how much mental energy and physical energy do I have to give to all these things I want to sign up for. So do I wait a little bit because my newborn needs me mm-hmm. or am I trying to potty train while I have a newborn? Mm-hmm. Because that for me, I just knew I would get very overwhelmed. So yeah. you kind of have to pick and choose where you want to really kind of dive in. Yeah. Because that potty training needs all the love and patience. It's probably like the one thing parenting that I feel so far that I've experienced mm-hmm. that needs just the ultimate like kind of love. And you were big into the <laughs> travel potty. See, we've never oh really my gotten gosh. into I the travel potty. See, this is where, and this is probably where I had six under seven. We weren't going to the bathroom. Yeah. I don't care. You can poop. You can do your <laughs> diarrhea right on that froggy potty that's in my car. And I'll be honest, I've sat on it a couple times because I'm like, I have to go pee right now, but I'm not taking six kids into a public bathroom. I'm going to pee on that potty. And they thought it was hilarious. But like, I just, I knew for me what I was and wasn't going to do. We still travel with a potty in the car. It's tucked under the seat. It's fantastic. (laughs) I'm
0: just back to the diary and the froggy body. I don't care.
1: I think like, when you got multiple people, like, you know, I mean, a I large am,
0: family, like. I mean, no, the idea of, because everybody always has to pee as soon as you get back in the car. Mm-hmm. So it's like everybody's strapped in their car seats and suddenly somebody pops up. Hey, mom, Let I go. gotta pee. Okay, well, we're going to pull behind this building and I'm going to open the <laughs> slider door of the van and you're going to pee out the side of it. But then yeah, I read some news too. article where some woman was arrested at some walk parking lot because she, her kid could she couldn't get her kid to the bathroom so she let her kid pee and then she was arrested because she pulled up next to a cop so oh, that's not, cool. not to scare people but yeah. like i mean so we yeah. do bottles we do cups I found probably (laughs) a little bit more sanitary than my potty. Well, I've never had, I've never had like a, an on the road pooper before. So I had, had I had
1: twins in car seats. I'm like, we're not going in that. I don't know how we had to have another. So hence the little,
0: so like the whole poop thing. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big, like you got to hold your poop until we can get somewhere to poop. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe I just don't leave the house enough. I don't know, but I have found, we were talking about this before the best bottles, I feel like, for boys for road trips, <laughs> coffee creamer bottles are, like, the best shape because they get smaller at the top so they can, you know, put their little penises at the top of them. But then they're, like, nice and long and they spill less. It's like it's like a giant Gatorade bottle. You know, like, dudes are, like, peeing in Gatorade bottles on, like, road trips and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's, like, the just giant, like... Five-kid yeah. family-sized Gatorade bottle. It's perfect for road oh, trips. My boys were really excited the first time they got to pee in a water bottle <laughs> in the car. But see, like, <laughs> so you can't use, really like, cool. a normal water bottle because <clears> so it gets too small at the top. And a Gatorade water bottle can really now, at eight or nine, only hold, like, one round of pee for somebody. Yeah. But those creamer bottles, guys. Right. Coffee creamer bottles. It's where it's at. There you go. Yep. Um, but actually, you know what? They probably look a lot similar to the actual things that they have you pee in, in hospitals. Like I don't know what those are called. I'm sure nurses know what those are called. Oh, but yeah. like what I feel nurse? like those little like that containers kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. For dudes. I okay. don't know. Um, what else should we talk about?
1: Right. Well I we can talk if we go back to poop, it was okay. probably the worst parenting experience I've ever had. <gasps>
0: yeah, you had a yeah, you had a fearful was, pooper, didn't it you? It was
1: Nora and she would hold it. And mm. it was it was yeah, my third. So first girl, she got pee in 48 hours mm-hmm. good to go never had a problem but then she started fearing fearing that feeling what was coming out of my body the whole process and how to do that and at that time i literally i was a poop doula is mm-hmm. what i like called myself and it was probably the worst don't thing mean to laugh because it's no, happened a lot in kinda, the latch mama family like yes, there have been a lot of people questions. who've come through
0: and have asked a lot about it. And it was
1: probably the worst experience of my life because the kids are like, help me. Like, mom, help me. Like, that's what she would say. And I'm literally like, I I literally can't help you get out of your body. So I would sit on a stool and she would sit on the potty and just stare at me with these oh eyes that, you know, are in pain. And then, mm-hmm. you know, she'd hold it for a week. Well what kind of size do you think is mm-hmm. going to come out after a week? And yeah. eventually your body is going to do what your body does mm-hmm. and expel it. And I mean, it was bigger than an adult size. It, it was absolute trauma and it was the worst thing I watched ever. So if anyone's going through that, like I am, I really so, feel for you. So eventually, you to soften it so she got to- on Miralax, which, you know, I'm not a huge fan of, but we had to get this like moving. Mm-hmm. And we had to just kind of stick with the Miralax until we started talking to her about the process. And I never really thought about, maybe I should talk to my kids about, what happens to your body and how mm-hmm. it feels, and it feels a little bit different, and you can't see anything like mm-hmm. until it comes out. It's almost like a birth. Like that's yeah. what I started to think about. You know, you're like, well, what does that feel like, and what does that? Oh my gosh, this ring of fire! Like you don't know. And these poor little kids, they don't know what's happening in their body. And then they just wait and they hold it, and, and they so it wait gets and worse, they hold it, and, and they're scared and they're scared, and it gets backed up, and it. I mean, it can do serious damage to your intestines. Thankfully, yeah. like we weren't there yet, but like it can be really bad. And so then you start feeling the stress and anxiety and you're like, please go. Like, it's okay. Like go in your pull up, go anywhere. Just get it out you of your body. Tree. Go on a, tr- like, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? <laughs> yeah. So, um, if it, it was nine to 10 months of this, of holding and watching her did you, suffer, did
0: you work on like nutrition and stuff then to try and, yeah, she's probably
1: up? been one of my best eaters. Yeah, she so still it, eats
0: salad, doesn't she? Oh, she's, she, she eats like almost everything.
1: So it wasn't that it was literally, she would not let it out. She just would not. It was that feeling, that out of control. Mm -hmm. You know what else changed? Her behavior changed um, because of this massive constipation. And um, it was almost like one week, one month. I don't even remember what it was, but you could see it kind of click. She would let a little bit out, and it Mm -hmm. was like, I said, see, it's okay. Like, it's okay. And she's like, that one didn't hurt. oh "Oh." sweet girl and it slowly started to change and then so that switched my potty training with Nellie and the twins and then all of a sudden we talked about Mr. Poop and he was our friend (laughs) and he starts to wake up in the morning and you can feel him and sometimes he's like laughing and coughing and then there's gas like I've told myself like I wanted to write this whole book because it worked magic with my other three And it was like
0: he just destigmatized it. You do. You change his feeling. And I'm like, it's
1: fun. Like your friend's coming and he's going to go to the water park and you get to flush him down (laughs) and he gets to meet with his friends and he gets to play. And like they were all excited to go poop. Like it was like it was the craziest thing. But as soon as we started talking about like how this actually works, like it was fun. And they're like, my friend's waking up. He's here and he's coming out. And they would run. (laughs) They would run and they would go poop and. They were all excited. And then they were like, bye, Mr. Poop. Have fun. <laughs> at the water <laughs> like park. It makes me cry because it's so funny at the water park. And we know, we didn't, all three girls, because I was terrified to go through that again. Yeah. So anyways, that's like our poop dilemma. Wow. But that's really where I was like, pee is so different than poop. Like it's yeah. a completely different feeling. It's a completely, you know, it can yeah. feel very out of control to them. It's yeah. not normal for them. They don't.
0: You know, I, it's, I feel like it's so hard, especially first time parents when they go through it, because they wonder if their kid's ever going to be able to poop. Like, mm-hmm. is, is my child ever going to poop on the potty? Mm-hmm. Like, I know... Um, my brother and my sister-in-law were going through it and every time they would text about it I would look and I would just be like oh I just want to hug you guys and know at some point it's going to click and it's going to yeah. be okay and I think it's just recently done that yeah. and like I feel so much I don't know pride and happiness for them because I know how much anxiety is wrapped up around mm-hmm. the fact that like your kid is going to poop in the potty at some point yeah. but as a parent you're like well, hold on. What happens if they don't? And what does this mean? And da 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 da. And are they going to hold it too long? And are they going to get constipated? And are they going to get sick? And it's just this, right. you know, this anxiety kind of spiral that we've always put ourselves in as parents, mm-hmm. you know, whether it has to do with poop or reading or yeah. math or behavior or anything, you know? Yeah.
1: But in those situations, like really the goal is just to have them, in my opinion, be comfortable with that feeling and mm-hmm. it needs to come out. Like yeah. it has to come out. So if they're not comfortable with the potty and you can try a little potty, mm-hmm. you can, and then if it comes to it, I put a stack of pull-ups in the bathroom and I did yeah. with Linux too. I said, I said, You're, cause at one point I was like, we're done in the undies. So if you'd like to go poop, go take off your undies, mm-hmm. put on a pull-up yep. and you can poop in the pull-up, yeah. but it needed to be a very calm, like kind of private mm-hmm. environment where he could do that. And eventually like, yeah, he poops on the potty. Like it's, it all works out. <laughs> But it you does. have to kind of find what works for them, you know? Absolutely.
0: <clears throat> and just realize, I mean, I think something that you said earlier was great about the fact that like you started talking about it. Like you started actually explaining what was happening yes. in their body as opposed to- And it's
1: normal and it's okay. Yeah,
0: because it's something we all take for granted. I mean, <clears throat> we go to the bathroom, we pee, it's we poop. It's normal. We know what it feels like when we have to do both of them, but mm-hmm. this is like a brand new thing and they do yeah. have big emotions and they do have feelings and- mm-hmm. You know, especially if you're talking to a three and a half or a four or even a five-year-old who's, mm-hmm. you know, still having poop accidents or whatever. Yeah. You know, there's, there's so much to be learned in the fact that, like, it's a great time to start teaching them yeah. about their body. And,
1: and there's a new little friend every day or every other day. <laughs> but if you don't let him out, he, he, gets, he gets bigger angry. and bigger and bigger and he gets mean and angry and it hurts. <laughs> I mean, that's where we had to go, but it
0: worked. So funny. It was great cool any other yes. tricks
1: i mean i can throw out a couple with my twins because okay. i do it too t- at the same time <laughs> and that was like new for me
0: we did we did talk about outside <clears throat> like if oh, you yeah. can if you are like if a month away it's warm yeah if you're like a month away from a weather change and it's warm it will help tremendously if you can incorporate being outside and just naked time mm-hmm. and especially with boys but girls too if you have yeah. a backyard or whatever and you
1: know, And I felt if you can wait, if, if if you can wait till kind of three or wherever you mm-hmm. feel it's a little bit older and they're really ready, mm-hmm. you can start on like a Thursday, your home Friday, your mm-hmm. home Saturday, your home Sunday. You should have a really good idea by Saturday or Sunday if they can tell you or recognize mm-hmm. when they're ready to go. Absolutely. So by Monday, if you need to get out of the house, run an errand or whatever. And there's no shame
0: in trying and stopping and, stopping, and, saying, we'll try and next backing month. away. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people are like, pull ups are bad, da 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 da. Mm-hmm. Everybody has so many different theories on it all. Um, and a lot of it has to do with where you're going, how many other kids you have, how much attention you can pay to it. I mean, I don't think pull ups are bad. I mean, no. I think once you switch to underwear, I think going back and mm-hmm. forth might be a little tricky in terms of like, the Mm -hmm. mind, but at the end of the day, if you're doing it at the right time, the kid's going to be almost as emotionally invested in the process as you are.
1: And I do look back, I have to say like potty training, I often feel is that parent's decision. Okay, Mm -hmm. we're going to do this today. But I've stopped many times and come Mm -hmm. back to it. And I almost feel like that what that gave them was Mm -hmm. that, oh, okay, like, I'm not just going to keep pushing through like a couple of times I have, but the fact that you can say, you know what, we're not ready. We're going to try another Mm -hmm. time. No pressure, no nothing. I almost feel like there's some times where those kids have come back before me or they've gone to use the potty themselves because it wasn't forced. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like we're doing this, you're doing this, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, yeah, it's kind of, and just be careful of,
0: of just like everything else in parenting, you know, outside pressure, having other people put, You know, deadlines or or goals Mm -hmm. on you and your children, because it can be an absolutely miserable process Mm -hmm. if you're trying to force it. Or honestly, it can be a pretty easy process if you wait until you're ready and your child's ready. Like I've been at moments where like my mom's looked at me and said, Hey, you know, so-and-so is ready to be potty trained and I'll look at her and say, you know what? I'm not ready. I'm not, like yeah. I'm not ready. Either I had a brand new baby mm-hmm. or I was newly pregnant and felt terrible or I was trying to juggle things or somebody had swim practice or dance and they were in leotards. I mean, there are many reasons why, like just because they might be ready in the sense that we could maybe knock it out in a mm-hmm. week. Uh, no we're gonna we're gonna wait three weeks yeah. so we're gonna we're gonna wait a month and we're gonna knock it out in a couple of days and yeah. it's gonna be it's okay thing. yeah no. absolutely
1: but with my twins I was like ready to go right mm-hmm. they were it was like June so they were like three and something I had two little girls and I was like let's try it so we would try it and right off the bat I could see one was kind of getting it and mm-hmm. one wasn't so I reached out to a friend like, like what do you what do because do? like do you do you separate them? Do you just train Mm -hmm. one? Do you not the other? And like a couple friends were like, if one's ready, go for it. If one's not, don't. So I put the other one back in pull-ups. It was the cutest thing. She would still run with her sister to the potty. She would stand in front of her and clap and cheer her on in her pull-up, you know, cheer her on. And then she would go get the sticker sheet and she would bring it back and say, which one do you want? And they would put it on the chart and two to three weeks later, she was right in there with her to go oh. to the potty. But it was, like, the cutest thing. And it was, like, for me to look and say, okay, it's okay. Like, she wasn't ready. Yeah. But they're still in it together. Yeah. And then her sister helped encourage her to go. And then they, like, slowly figured it out. It was really cute to watch. But, but I love the yeah.
0: fact that, like, there was no pressure. Like, there was no. no pressure that they were the same age and they had to figure it out at the same time. And she
1: didn't care. I, that's what I thought she would feel mm-hmm. hurt.
0: Yeah. Well, mom put me in a pull-up, but she's in undies, and I want yeah. undies. Oh, no, she was... Because if she had wanted because undies... Because she knew. Yeah, if she'd wanted undies, and that meant she was probably ready, and she would have been able to do it, but she wasn't yeah. ready yet.
1: Nope. So.
0: Cool. All right, so the takeaway. Your kid will be ready at some point. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like That's you stressed. need to have the youngest child potty trained in the world. And it's really, actually a really joyful, fun process when, mm-hmm. you know everybody's on the same page and ready at the same time and if it doesn't work the first time it's okay it's okay like you haven't failed your kid hasn't failed you haven't failed just pull back order some more diapers and keep moving on